What's up, tailgaters? Welcome to Homefield Tailgate. This is where we talk about anything and everything college sports. Yeah, as y'all know, it's hosted by the three of us. We have uh, Bertie Ellinger, Addison Harbor, myself, Thomas Wilson. Uh, we're super excited to have y'all back for the second live episode. Uh, today, you know, we're going to talk about the games from last week, uh, over-unders on, you know, the teams, the teams this season, and uh, this week's game. So let's get into it, Bertie, shall we? Yeah. Tell us about Liberty Ole Miss, Thomas. What do you think? Yeah, I mean, this first half kind of went like, like a dream scenario for Ole Miss. They looked great. The run game looked awesome. Awesome defense stepped up. Uh, but the second half was a tale of two stories. The defense kind of let up two scores. Ole Miss got three points total on offense. It ended up being 27-14. And um, I think the best part of this game was, in my opinion, the, the Twitter from Ole Miss after. They deleted the tweets. If yes. you saw them, they were, they were electric. They were great. But – I think the bigger picture is Ole Miss needs to get healthy uh, for the last three games of this season. Yeah, I agree. Addison? Yeah, if, if Ole Miss can get healthy, um, it would be very exciting. I did see a bowl projection today that predicted Ole Miss and the Peach Bowl with Michigan. That would be very exciting. Uh, a New Year's Six Bowl for Lane Kiffin in his second season at the helm for the Rebels would be huge. Um, if Ole Miss gets healthy, they could win out. That's possible. Um Hopefully that's that's I, I think it's semi-realistic. We'll see what happens. I was really hoping we would just, you know, somehow make it to the, the SEC championship, but slowly losing hope on that one. But we would need some crazy so things to happen. Hey, I think crazy. Blaine Kiffin can do it. So I'm gonna keep dreaming until my dreams are crushed. <laughs> could be soon. <laughs> um, Wake Forest at UNC. Addison, go for it. Ooh, um I don't know. Sam Howell leads the nation in rushing yards per attempt as a quarterback. Um, that's really all I have to say for that game because that is the most impressive thing um, of any player this season is that after uh, that game, Sam Howell leads the nation in rushing yards per attempt. Or like eight. It's unreal. Um, I'm uber impressed with him. No, we... I don't think his draft stock's been hurt at all by their uh, mediocre season. Yeah. Um. No, I mean, this game kind of went how we expected, Addison. Uh, we said UNC would win in a high-scoring game just because Wake Forest is ranked, like, what, eight in the country, but it's Wake Forest. Uh, we knew UNC had an opportunity to win this game. However, Wake was up 14 points in the second half, and UNC came back and won. I don't really have much to say about this game. If you like offense, this was the game for you. Um, but it's very counterintuitive into the, the game that we're going to talk about next. Yeah which is Auburn at Texas A&M. There was no offense touchdown scores. The score is very misleading, just crazy. Also with Texas A&M beating Alabama, I don't know. I mean, Auburn's pretty good, but just I'm interested to see how the Ole Miss-Texas A&M game goes, but I know that's coming up later on the, on the pod. But, Thomas, take it away. Yeah, I mean, this game was 6-3 in the fourth quarter. It was really anybody's ball game. I mean – Bo Nix had been playing so well uh, since the Georgia Southern bench. He was awesome against Arkansas. He was great against Ole Miss. Um, but, I mean, he went back to bad Bo Nix this game. And Auburn's offense couldn't really figure it out. They're definitely a, good, a better team at home. And I bet we'll see what happens when they play Alabama. However, I do – I saw an interesting stat today. Um, every SEC West team has been ranked in the top 25 at some point in this season. That kind of doesn't really go with this game, but it's just a stat that I saw that was crazy. That's it's super impressive for the conference to be able to accomplish that. Uh, I mean, the game was three to three at halftime. It was a huge defensive game. Bo Nix, just every time you start to get some hope for him, he has one of these terrible, god awful games. Um, I, I just don't know what his issue is there. Like, I guess he just can't string it along. He is the Epitome of the good bow, bad bow. Um, <laughs> the SEC carryover. Um, but Texas A&M, I mean, they're, they're playing. They're hot right now. They're streaking. Uh, however, the quarterback, Calzada, right? Right. He has not thrown for over – I believe he hasn't thrown for over 200 yards except in the Bama game. Oh, wow. um, which is – how is that even possible? They kind of uh, remind me of like a poor man's Georgia 
Obviously, they're not Georgia, but they win by defense, and their offense doesn't have to do anything particularly special. They wouldn't get to the red zone against Georgia. No, I'm not saying that. I'm saying they just the way they try and win games. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, with defense. <clears throat> I agree with that. Speaking of winning Penn State at Maryland, I mean, 31-14, Madison. I mean, yeah, Penn State bounced back. Um, they After two straight losses, they bounced back. They beat um, Maryland. Um, they still have Ohio State and Michigan State this year, and Michigan as well, I believe. Um, and I think they may win two of those games. They'll win one of them for sure, if not two. The Big Ten is super uh, back-heavy on that schedule, and it's going to be great coming down the stretch. Uh, and Penn State can still make some noise and definitely impact the playoff race. Oh, it did. Um, Penn State's a very weird team because they have a lot of quote-unquote distractions going on that could really limit how the team plays and – we saw them lose against Illinois and we thought that maybe kind of the train tracks were going to go off. The train was going to go off the rails and everything, but they, they were strong against Ohio state. They did what they were supposed to do against Maryland. They have a big game this week against Michigan where uh, it's basically a pick at this point. And, you know, Michigan doesn't really play well against ranked rivals on the road. So it should be a fun game. I don't, I don't really know who's going to win, but Penn state's playing a lot better than I thought they would at this point of the season. Yeah, I'm with you. Any comments? I have Any no more, more comments, Addison? I have no more to add to that game. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Michigan State at Purdue. This, this was probably one of the most Michigan State things ever, but it was also kind of even more so one of the most Purdue things ever. Um, <laughs> Michigan State, obviously a great team. They have um, – Possibly a Heisman front runner. Definitely going to be invited to New York running back and Kenneth Walker. Um, but Purdue wins these games for some reason. And they have a – what's the wide receiver? I can't think of the guy's name. They have a very good skill position wide receiver who, you know, should be getting more credit, but he does not. Um, Purdue has a way to win top five games when they're not ranked. So they went they, – uh, they had a tough game. They won. I didn't see this coming, but I definitely should have because Purdue always does this. Was it David Bell? Is that you were thinking? I think it is David Bell. Yeah. Yeah. Thomas, you'll love this stat. Jeff Braum is 3-0 as the Purdue head coach against top five teams. (laughs) That is amazing. I I love that. That's awesome. (laughs) How is that for a record? That is um, (laughs) uber impressive, to say Mm -hmm. the least. Um, Michigan State also just super disappointing. Um. I, I'm, it's, it's sad that they lost, um, especially how they did. I mean, just unimpressive. And Purdue is back ranked again. Purdue has to be the most frustrating team in college football now um, <laughs> just because they beat these big teams, but then they'll throw up a stinker and, and lose to someone stupid. So, I don't know. Big Ten's weird. It they is. got a big game this week. Yeah. All right. This Purdue and Ohio State, correct? Yeah. Yeah. NC State at FSU. I'll just say I'm just disappointed in FSU. I mean, it's not their year, obviously, but for the team in Florida that I have to like that I would root for, it would be FSU. And I don't know. Is that because you obviously you're from Florida, but is that because yeah. of your love for Georgia or because just Florida State? Love for for Georgia, okay. love for Ole Miss, but mainly if I had to pull for a team, I'm not saying, okay, that made it sound like I love them. I'm not saying I <laughs> love them, but if I had to pull for a team, well, I like Miami, but um, FSU would be one that I would pull for and um, always over UF. I, I hate UF, but um, anyway, NC State doesn't impress me much. So anyway, I'll let ask. Nope. North Carolina, State can clinch, North Carolina State can clinch their division this weekend. That's the biggest story from this game. After beating Florida State, you know, semi-handedly, they can clinch their division in the ACC this week and be in the ACC championship. And it, I feel bad for them that they went on the road and had that bad loss at State earlier this year. 
And Didn't they also lose to Miami? Maybe. <laughs> uh, but they can still they can lock up that division this weekend. I mean, that's not saying much, given it's the uh, the Big Twelve, not the Big Twelve, the ACC. ACC. Um, but I kind of agree. I mean, they're they're okay. Uh, I'm looking up if they lost to Miami right now because now I'm just genuinely curious. They lost 31 to 30 against Miami that's on right. October 23rd. Oh, mm-hmm. tough scene. Which I mean, the state loss isn't that bad in the perspective of things. It was a lot worse when it happened because obviously we didn't really think state was that great. But state's kind of they're playing they're well five right and now. four. But talk about a tough loss with four. with the Arkansas, Arkansas at or Mississippi State at Arkansas. But talk about that's a bad loss. The kicker, literally the kicker. Um, but it looks like Mississippi State needs a kicker. So aren't they looking for one? They let they let two different kids kick in this game. They missed three field goals between the two of them. Um, they have uh, the worst field goal make percentage in college football this season. And now they're having open tryouts for a kicker. Man, Mike Leach, um, those other those two kickers on the roster, they may not be on the roster Saturday. Yeah. Mike, Mike I, Leach has called them out a lot this week. I was at a, a wedding and most of them were Mississippi State people and they were watching the game and they were all excited because they were winning and then at the end just lost for a kick and they all just went silent and put the phone down and, and weren't talking. It's just a, a pretty tough loss. feels good as an Ole Miss fan when we um, beat Arkansas. But, I mean, come on. Thomas, any thoughts? I mean, I don't think Mississippi State's a terrible football team. Yeah, they're five and four. They're one bad I – mean, Memphis is a bad loss. I'll, I'll give you that, Addison. Memphis is a bad loss. Okay, LSU is a pretty bad loss too. Um, but they did beat a They did sure. beat A&M. They beat Kentucky. And Arkansas is a good football team. Like they're not, they're not great. Yeah. But they're they beat they're Kentucky. Kentucky's a pretender. Kentucky's. A, I listen. I think Mississippi State's they're decent. I think that if Ole Miss is fully healthy, it shouldn't be an issue. But if Ole Miss is down two receivers, That's I mean, right. we'll see. In Starkville, it's a tough place State, to win. Mississippi State is the second worst team in the SEC West. Okay. Uh, okay. Division that's all been ranked at one point this season. That's so. True. They're still a ranked, decent football ranked, team. Ranked foolishly. They're five I'm just and saying. four. Why would, you, why would you ever have them ranked? I think they're decent. They're not great. They're decent. Another decent game to watch was the um, LSU at Alabama game. Um, Thomas, being an Alabama boy, what do you have to say? This game was a lot closer than I think 90% of the country anticipated. I mean, oh, yeah, yeah. It, was a, it was a rivalry game. So you can kind of say that played into it. Alabama came in as a 28-and-a-half-point favorite and ended up only rushing the ball for six yards the entire game. Um, this was LSU's Super Bowl, in my opinion. They they came out to play, tried to have a, yeah. a last two raw for LSU. Granted, Alabama is not the same team that they usually are. They're still a good football team. They're not a great football team. And just the offensive play calling is super complacent. Um, Bill O'Brien is just not the answer. I don't know if he's going to be there next year. I think this is one of the first times Saban has kind of whiffed on a on a hire as far as his coordinators go in a long time. I want to see how long Nick Saban is going to be there. I mean, I think until he dies, but he said he wants to coach 10 more years. He said that this year. 10 too. more? How old yeah. is he? He's 70. He's 70 now. Oh, wow. Um yeah. I was him. also I was at a wedding reception watching this game. We didn't even talk about our our weekends. We haven't even called up yet. Um, <laughs> we'll do that during just, the drinking. Y'all, we'll just do skipped, y'all just skipped over that. We'll, we'll get uh, there, Addison. <laughs> y'all throwing me he off. He really wants to tell us about his weekend. Anyway, keep going. Um, yeah, Alabama is just they're, – they're, it's the worst Alabama team we've seen in a while. They've already peaked this season. Yeah. Uh, they don't, they're not going offense. Bill O'Brien – Definitely has not been a good offensive coordinator hire for Nick. Uh, I agree with you there, Thomas. Um, I, I don't even know. I don't know if Pete Golding is going to still be there after this year. Nick Pete Saban made a kick, lot of shots. You're right. Nick, Nick Saban may kick him to the curb, but Bill O'Brien's probably gone. I mean, there's just okay. too much talent. There's too much talent to only score 20 points against this LSU team. It's, yeah. LSU's not good. I mean, now, granted, LSU got up for this game, but Alabama should have got up for it. It's, it's still LSU. It's, a, it's LSU, and this is a game that Saban takes personally. It's the first time 
LSU's come to Brian Denny since 2019. And, you know, Coach O did that whole, like, roll tide, what F you thing. Like, went up to the recruits, said you should come play for me, not Alabama. Like, yeah, this is a game that – recruit section. Yeah, this is a game that you would expect Nick Saban to have circled and thinking, I'm going to crush Coach O one more time. And it just didn't go that way at all. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I will say, hopefully the Alabama fans enjoyed a nail-biter game because I feel like – they don't get many. Past of them, years, though. they don't get many of them. But this year has been probably these games are more fun than them uh, for them than probably the past. But I'm sure. I don't know. I everybody likes mind. winning, so I would. <laughs> yeah. I wouldn't mind beating everyone by three touchdowns yeah. every Saturday. Exactly. Yeah, um, that would be nice. Let's get into the battle of the states tennessee kentucky yeah the battle of the whiskey states there we go addison what are you thinking 45 42 tennessee i mean tennessee can score luke heifel's got that that offense is finally rolling now like he wants them to be um kentucky i was surprised kentucky scored this points tennessee's defense is not good if tennessee had a defense I would give them a real chance to cover against Georgia this coming weekend. Um, some people think that they will cover anyways, but uh, I doubt it. Um, I, I, Luke Heupel is going to be a good hire there, though. They're going to be all Heupel's, right. Heupel's a great hire, and that's not a hire I fully expected to be great going into the season. You know, I thought there was definitely some collusion going on when – the former AD for UCF hires the former coach of UCF both to come to Tennessee. Um, but Heupel's, he's proved people wrong. Like a lot of those guys left um, to go to the transfer portal that are originally on Tennessee. And he's kind of, you know, found lightning in a bottle a few of these games and figured it out. Um, Hinton Hooker's an awesome quarterback in that system. It's a shame that he's a senior. I would love to see him one more year at Tennessee. But, you know, kudos to them. It looks like they found someone to kind of build a program. And Granted, Kentucky's not the team we thought they were two weeks ago. Uh, yeah. This is still a big win for Tennessee and kind of makes next week more exciting for the fan base. For sure. Speaking of the whiskey states, what's everyone drinking tonight? What, what's what's on tab for What Wednesday? do you have, Miss Birchie? Come on, Queen Classic, Birch. glass of red wine. Never lets me down. There we go. What about that you, cup? Addison? You have a thank you. Um, you have your, you don't have your Galette's cup today. No, no, we've, we've had, we've had to get rid of it. It was bad luck. Um, oh, that's fair. That's good fair. So, Not as consistent was, as Thomas thought from last week. No, no. I thought, um, I was going to make a, a drink tonight, a specialty drink, um, a bourbon drink. However, I have been super busy. I was not able to get to the grocery store or do anything like that. I spent an extra time at work this evening. So I went with Old Faithful. Hardworking man. Bacardi and pineapple juice. Uh, the classic. Uh, that, that's that funny that's story. my favorite Addison Harbor drink. Free, free advertisement. Free advertisement real quick. If you're ever in on the Gulf Coast and you're in the Orange Beach area and you go to this cute little restaurant on the marina called Cobalt's. I love Cobalt's. If, if, you, go, if you go during happy hour... You sit at the bar, and you tell them, "I want the Addison Harbor special." No, they give you they give you Bacardi and pineapple juice and a dozen raw oysters. Sure, I'm sure they know okay. you by name. Well, that's another trip we Trust have to me. take as as a company. We'll, we'll expense it. It'll be great. Company. Okay, we have to go Addison Harbor specials for everyone. Are do you uh, do yes. you raw oysters or how do you like them? Yes, raw oysters on the half shell. That's the only way to All go. Right. Okay. Awesome. A little horseradish sauce on a, on a cracker. Well, they're also, it's happy hour. So they're, they're, they're a dollar. Okay. And the sure. rum drinks and the rum drinks are half off. And steal right there. If you tell them you want the Mark Hamblin special, they'll give you a dozen raw oysters and yingling draft. Okay. Noted. Um, what about the cobbler smash, Thomas? Isn't that what, just to preface this for those listening that um, what? Thomas did send us. Oh, wait, that was Addison. I take it all yeah, back. That was, that was me. I was about to make fun of Thomas, but I really should be making fun of Addison. So I take everything back that I just said. Oh, but um, if you're wondering what Addison was going to drink, look up Crown Royal Cobbler Smash. So. But I was going to do it without Crown Royal. Canada just doesn't do good whiskey. 
Yeah. Okay, I Thomas, what are you drinking? I'm doing a classic vodka soda. Um, oh. You know, I wanted something a little refreshing to hydrate and drink at the same time. But my parents were in town this week, and we'll talk about this a little bit later. And they got this uh, roses sweetened lime juice as well. Oh, I didn't yeah. have a lime yeah. on there. Oh, yeah, I have some it's of that just, here. It's, it's pretty good, man. Like, I think you're going to have to start buying this stuff. I liked it. But I feel like that's almost... a drink your dad drinks. I mean, that's a pretty normal drink, but it seems like a I Debbie mean, Mill thing. It, it, My dad drinks thing. that. So, it's yeah. a brand, you know, you get it's it. It's a brand. Fit the brand. Yeah. Virtue, what'd you um, do this weekend? I went to a wedding. Um, shout okay. out to Kayla Lovett and Seth Mail for getting married. Um, and so it was so much fun seeing everybody and watching the football games and being back for a bit what about y'all addison was not at my wedding i don't know what wedding he went to wait your wedding was... my did not get married this weekend sorry <laughs> we also put that i was also at a wedding i was with the uh, two people that i went to high school with and they both came to uh, attended old miss with me uh cole shirley and now katie joe shirley um had a had a hell of a time uh thomas asked me earlier he wanted to do a segment what's the dumbest thing you've done this week <laughs> um, so let me preface this by saying I can't think of anything dumb I've done in the past week, although I'm sure there probably is something. However, yeah. the we- the wedding was a great time. I probably had a little too much fun. <laughs> um, I slept in the suite with the bride and groom. No, you didn't. On, on the wedding night. <laughs> Addison. Yeah. Why? Well, I, I, I slept How? with the bride and groom. Addison. Did they That's invite you or did you Addison. just were like, hey, I'm going to. Um, I don't know. You don't know. <laughs> Well, I was supposed to go, ask them. I, Can I we get them go, on the next I, I, podcast? I don't know. They're on it, right now, so they're unavailable to call currently. Has that but, happened to – what? That doesn't happen. That's amazing. I don't I, know anybody that's ever done that. That's such a me thing to do. Um, <laughs> do you just love them so much? You're like, hey, I'm going to sleep over too? Or like- well, so, well I, I don't know what happened. There's a Waffle House right next to where the reception and everyone was staying. Uh, I went to Waffle House. Uh, I fifth wheeled with two other couples and I was supposed to go to a hotel with one of the couples. And then when we walked outside, I got, I got separated from them. Mm -hmm. And um, so apparently I called Cole, the guy that got married. And that's the logical thing thing to do. (laughs) Next thing I knew I was on their pullout couch, but, and I apologize. At least you were on the pullout couch. I thought you were in the bed with them. So no, and they had a suite. So I wasn't in I wasn't technically in the same room. Um, That's good. Okay, that sounds so Did y'all have breakfast but, together the next morning? But, yeah. No, I had breakfast by myself downstairs, but I didn't. Um, you went downstairs. I apologized. I apologized the next morning, and the the bride told me, she's like, it's okay, we were, we were already asleep. <laughs> so um, so I, stayed sure. out late and, I stayed out late. I stayed out late enough that night to where it wasn't an issue. Um, also, now, like I said, I haven't done anything dumb this week. <laughs> but for those of you that don't know, I coach 10 and 11 year olds flag football. Um, we are now one in five. Um, going into the game last night, we were one in four. And uh, it was honestly the most fun game of the year, even though we lost in overtime. We lost in overtime. Um, but it was, it was back and forth. We had some score from far plays. I was dialing it up as the OC. Um, our defense still blows. Um, yeah, yeah, defense, defense, the, the trash. Um, kids take bad angles, et cetera, et cetera. But I got my first unsportsmanlike conduct penalty of the year last night. Your first. My I'm first. honestly, I'm time. really impressed it took six games for you to get Yeah, I was about to conduct. say. Yeah, yeah. Well, <laughs> in um, – so, in overtime, there's like minute and twenty seconds left. The other team breaks a long run on fourth down. Um, you know, I'm head down, walking to the end zone. They got to go for the extra point still because we we still it's like kind of like the NFL. We still get a chance to score. Um, so unlike NFL and college, I guess it's a mixture. There's a time, but then also both teams get a chance. Um, we were going to get the ball first. Well, first position we didn't score. They scored on fourth down, long run. Um, anyways, one of the kids was like, it was really close to getting him. I don't know how he didn't get the flag, but he was like, he was like, he was holding his flags. They wouldn't come off. He was holding them with his other hand. So I looked, I jogged over to the ref 
going off the word, bait word of my little 11-year-old running back, and I said, hey, ref, uh, do you need some new glasses or do you need something to wipe those off so you can see and do your job? Um, and I got a cute little unsportsmanlike penalty. It didn't matter. I mean, they got so half cute. the distance to the goal on a conversion play. So, I mean, he threw the flag, and I said, it doesn't even freaking matter. Yeah, man. If anything, that's good locker room mojo. You know, it shows that you got your teams back. So, I think that was a, a good penalty on your end. Those 11-year-olds, really, they really need you. So, that's right. That you can be there every week for them. If I could have um, the Texas D-line coach or you as my coach, I'd probably choose you. Wow, that was sweet. Mm. I pro- uh, I, I'd, prob- I, I'd probably do the same thing he did. Yeah. Yeah. If, if they weren't 11. Yeah, <laughs> but they are. However, however, I will say this. They're not, they're, they're not laughing and cutting up after a loss. They're pretty devastated. Hey, that's uh, good. Unlike, unlike, the, unlike the Texas football team that, um, I, I don't know. They just want to live in Austin and party. They, they don't care if they win or lose on Saturday. Yeah. So. All right. Transitioning into our over under a good middle way of the, podcast thomas kick us off with alabama yeah so we have alabama at uh, 10 and a half games this season that means they theoretically have to win out until the sec championship to hit that 11 mark uh and i think that based off of what i've seen lately i think that auburn at home versus alabama in the iron bowl wins um i mean you know bama does has just not looked like the same team we've mentioned this before Bonix did look bad against AM, but at the same time, Bo gets up when he plays in Jordan Hare. And, you know, we, we mentioned it before in this podcast, Alabama hasn't gone into Auburn and won since 2015. And so yeah. while I think Alabama can win this game, like if I had to choose at 10 and a half, I'm going to choose they lose to Auburn based off of what I've seen at Auburn at home. Yeah. I'm going to agree with you. Game. I'm going to agree with you, Auburn, uh, under the 10 and a half. Who is anonymous pumpkin? I think that's you. Anonymous pumpkin. It's not me. Thomas? Is it? I don't know. Is it me? No, because Thomas is Homefield Tailgate. It's not me. I'm Addison Hart. For those listening, we are looking at a Google Doc. No, Addison, you are Anonymous Hedgehog. And Addison is um, Anonymous Hedgehog, and he just tried (laughs) to call Thomas and I out for it, and it was really him. So this is Anonymous Pumpkin. Anonymous Pumpkin. We don't have Anonymous Pumpkin. Can you please get off? I guess you're ruining everything. <laughs> maybe maybe we've been hacked to our Google Doc. I don't know who all you invited. Cincinnati, 11 and a half, easy. They're going over. They're going to be yeah. in the playoff. I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to win all my Cincinnati bets. Um, nah. They'll go in yeah, the they're gonna, they're gonna they're beat not Houston. They're not at the playoff. Oh, they're, they're going to be in the playoff. They're gonna, oh, they're going to be Houston. They're going to be in the playoff. Ohio State um, is going to lose. Michigan's going to lose. Michigan State might lose again. They're all out. Big Ten's going to kill itself. No one from the Big Ten's getting in. Yeah. Let that let that sink in for a minute. Big Ten school's not going to make it. Oklahoma's going to lose. I don't know if we're going to yeah. have a Big Twelve school in it. So it's going to be. I actually right now in this. Okay, so then uh, Oregon's going to win out. We're going to have Georgia. Go Oregon. Oregon. Yeah. Cincinnati. But then a two-loss Alabama team. No. Exactly. No, we got to yeah. put someone in. Oh, you know, you might be right, Addison, but I'm going to disagree. I don't with know you the for the sake of drama. Yet. Cincinnati's not going to make the playoff just because it's fun to disagree. Well, wanna... maybe Oklahoma will go undefeated and get in. I'll there take. I'll say Oklahoma State wins out. Oklahoma State. Like Oklahoma that, State honestly, State. I was going to say that too. I think that Oklahoma State probably beats Oklahoma. What that about Ohio State? No, I think Ohio lose. State. I think Ohio State wins out. They're I think that they're they're mediocre, but they're the best team in the Big Ten, and they'll win. Michigan doesn't beat Ohio lose. State. Sorry, we're all going to lose. Michigan State might. Michigan Ohio State, State. Ohio State may lose this week. Jeff Brom's three and zero against top five teams. It's true. Michigan. I'm telling you, Mich- We've already mentioned Michigan. We kind of mentioned Michigan yeah. nine and a half. The big Addison kind of. Virtue, you love Georgia. That's your team. Yeah. That's your squad. I'll let you take that I'm one. I'm done. I'm feeling good about them. I mean, I think ten. Well, we'll get into that later. The game's coming up, but um, feel good about them winning out. So, you can change Georgia's to fourteen and a half, and I'm taking the over. Yeah, yeah. you could. Um, Addison Auburn, eight and a half, eight point five. Yeah, 
eight and a half. They're at six right now, seven and three. Yeah, they're seven and three. They're going to win two more games. Let's check Auburn's schedule just to make sure. I'm pretty sure there's seven. They're going to win two more games. Auburn is six and three. Their remaining schedule, their remaining schedule is South Carolina and Alabama. So they'd have to win. Yeah. Are you trying to tell me that I'm anonymous hedgehog, Addison? The pumpkin, anonymous okay, pumpkin. Okay, I was typing. Apparently, I'm anonymous anonymous pumpkin. So, uh, Birchie, come on now. We figured it out. I know. It was me. Uh, I was the culprit the whole time. Um, Ole Miss. They, okay, oh, Auburn's Auburn three games. Are, oh, sorry. Auburn Auburn's three state. games are State, South Carolina, Alabama. So they would have to win out to hit it. They're six wins. Yes, they're six and three. Okay. Wow. Damn. Crazy. Damn, that's a tough one. Ole well, that's the point. <laughs> Ole Miss. I'm gonna do I'm gonna take I'm gonna take Auburn over. This is tough. Um it really Ole Miss has to win two games, they're going over. They're winning nine. Yeah, that's true. So... I think they finished nine and three. Um they're gonna split between probably they're they're they might lose this weekend. Possibly if they're not healthy, they'll lose to A and M. They're definitely beating Vandy. So I like their odds to go nine and three. Yeah, they'll they'll win one of these one of the two against A and M or State. I would think they'll win one of them. What about A and M over under? Obviously. Eight and a half. Yeah, eight and a half. They're, They're seven. S- seven and two. Oh, yeah, they have LSU left. Ole Miss and Prairie View. Yeah. Oh, Prairie View. Yeah, that's easy. You should have done them at nine and a half. A and M easy. Virtue, Oregon, ten and a half. Ten and a half. What about Florida? Love Oregon. Oh, Florida. Yeah. We'll mention Florida after this one. All right. Oregon, ten and a half. I just said I think they're going to win out and uh, end up making the, the playoff. That's Birchie's team. She mentioned earlier they're going to win out. So I'm going to yeah, I'm going to have full faith in Birchie. Florida at six and a half. Uh, the only reason I put Ooh. this on there is because I thought the South Carolina tweet, if you haven't seen it, you need to go watch it. It's the that best thing great. I saw all week on Twitter. Birchie, have you seen it? I have not. Basically, there was this huge like play for South Carolina where they scored a touchdown. The slot receiver made a move, post route wide open, and then it cuts to like what the wide receiver could have done before someone like caught up to him. And it was like read a book, take a nap, yeah, that's like, awesome. Trim the hedges, stuff like that. <laughs> Great video. If you haven't seen it, we'll retweet oh, I'll it. I'll have to it's go awesome. check it out. Yeah, Thomas. Who does yeah. Florida have left on their schedule? I don't have any of these schedules in front of. Yeah, I got you. Uh, Florida State. They have Florida State. That's correct. That's so they have win. they have Sanford, they have Missouri, and they have Florida State, and they have five wins right now. Yes. Oh, no, no, they have. They have four. They're, five they're four. four. They're four and five, Addison. Oh, they're four and five. Mm-hmm. Yikes! They're, I think they'll win out. Actually, I actually do. I think that they, I think Saturday was a wake up call for them. They should win out. They should. They don't. Win out. They should. If they don't. It's bad. Yeah. yeah. It is. Oklahoma, Thomas. Oklahoma at 11 and a half. We've mentioned this the past couple weeks. Oklahoma finishes their schedule with their toughest three games. They have Baylor, Oklahoma State, and Iowa State. Addison already mentioned Balls. it. He thinks he thinks they lose to Oklahoma State. I think that Oklahoma State's defense is phenomenal. So I think that they probably lose that game and they'll have to play Oklahoma State likely again in the Big 12 championship. But that still puts them under the 11 and a half. So I think they don't hit 12. Yeah. Speaking of Oklahoma State, 10 and a half, Addison. Over. I'm going to take the over. over. Oh, Their okay. offense has started to get better later in the season. Their defense is very good. Yeah, very, they're figuring very it out. Good, maybe. They have a good they, um, And their one loss isn't a bad loss. That's a forgivable loss. Especially this year. You can forgive everyone for losing the game. It's one game, it seems. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. Uh, I'm going to take Oklahoma State over 10 and a half. Yeah. Well, awesome. Those were some good over-unders, y'all. Um, I'm going to go into Surge. I don't know if those listening have heard about Surge, but it is awesome, fast-growing conversation marketplace. Um, and so it's Surge, S-U-R-J-E, um, not with a G. Um, but basically it's a conversation marketplace where professionals, athletes, artists, and influencers 
could connect with their audience through one-on-one video conversations and events. Um, I know a lot of us already have our friends on there and I've seen, um, I saw they posted the other day about like a professional, professional polo player or something like that has surged too. So it's, it's definitely a fast growing platform. Um, but for an example, for those that haven't heard about it, so say you're someone who has a lot of Instagram followers, you know what to do that you don't know what to do with. Um, and you know, you could make some money through something silly like selling t-shirts or Arbonne or beauty County beauty counter, whatever it is. Um, hear me out on this. You could make buttloads of cash by having simple one-on-one conversations with your followers. It works like this. You get a surge.co again, remember there's a J not a G um, and where you can register for creator account from there. You can create different chat topics that you can offer to your audience. Um, different chat topics, topics can be offered for different dollar amounts. For example, you can make a get to know me chat and offer it for $30 while also offering a college recruitment advice chat, um, that you could offer for 60. It's easy as that. Um, actually one of my pledge sisters is on there and she is incredible at uh, social media marketing, um, Maddie Harris. So if you hear this, shout out to you. Um, and she has an, a chat where she kind of is just telling people about social media marketing and any questions they have. And I just think that's so awesome, especially for the younger generation, for people looking for jobs and want like career advice, like this is the platform for you. Um, I definitely wish I had this when I was in college and needed advice on how to um, get that. Um, but you can sign up now as a creator and start selling your time um, today. So I know Thomas wanted to mention something else too. So um, first of all, that is a hell of an advertisement. I'm calling their HR department tonight. That was incredible. That shorter ad for us. Um, I, I have something to say about search. Um, guys, I, I follow their Instagram. Uh, it's, it's lively. They're, they're very interactive. And something I saw recently is you can, you know, get advice from an accountant. And actually today the IRS released that they're changing the tax bracket due to inflation. And honestly, I have a lot of questions about that. Like, are my taxes going to change? So I'm definitely going to sign up for their accountant and um, buy some time to kind of yeah. pick his brain and see like, you know, if there's anything I need to do differently when I file for taxes. Yeah, that's awesome. I think it's so cool. I mean, I know there's like cameo or something where you can get like celebrities and stuff to like talk to you. But I mean, actually being able to have a conversation and people getting paid for it. I mean, I think that's awesome. It gives everyone an incentive to want to um, show up and listen to. I think this is an awesome for platform sure. for that. Um, so yeah. All right. Let's get into it. Everyone's favorite part, looking ahead. UNC at Pitt. Addison, take us away. UNC at Pitt. I actually have this game pulled up right now. It's in 21 hours and 47 minutes because it is tomorrow night, Thursday night game. So get your bets in early. Um, I've gone back and forth on this game. I don't really know what to think. Uh, Pittsburgh is the six-and-a-half-point favorite. Um, Like I said, Sam Howell leads the nation in rushes per attempt which is, like I said, uber impressive for a quarterback to do that. I can't get over that stat. I just love it so much. You haven't noticed. Um, I'm going to lean North Carolina to cover. I feel like they've been better this year as the underdog. I don't know if that's true or not. I just think that for some reason. Uh, That could be extremely far from the truth. But I I don't know. I'm going to lean North Carolina plus six and a half. If you get it for seven, I love North Carolina plus seven. Yeah, the over-under of this game is 73. Um, honestly, both these offenses score a lot of points, and both their defenses love to give up points. Uh, I feel like this game has letdown for UNC written all over it. Do you agree for UNC? With you? For UNC, yeah. I don't know, though, man. Like, UNC 6-1 and one against Pittsburgh in their last seven games. And, like, yeah, this is a different Pittsburgh team. They're playing well until, I guess, roughly recently – uh, both teams really struggle against the spread throughout the season. I still agree with you. I think Pittsburgh wins, but I think it's kind of closer than six and a half. Yeah. Yeah. It'll be if you can get it if you can get it for a touchdown on your book, take North Carolina. That's my advice. Yeah. All right. Michigan at Penn State. Michigan Will's favorite. Um, <laughs> Penn State. We don't have to hype them up like that. Yeah. <laughs> I did. Thomas, that one's for Will. If you that one's Will. okay, if if that one's for Will, 
scratch everything I've said about Michigan and Penn <laughs> State. Penn State wins outright. That's all I have to say. No, no. Um, I love <laughs> Michigan here. I love Michigan. Love, love, love Michigan. Do you love Michigan? Uh, love them. Oh, couldn't tell. <laughs> Who do you minus want? One and a half, <laughs> minus one and a half. Hammer. Let's go. Hammer. Yeah. Uh, well, I want to stop Addison from singing, Word. so I'm going to talk about so, UCF at SMU. We're going to cut that out. Don't worry. Yeah. yeah. Um, SMU negative one, I mean, seven and a half. Um, pretty crazy. SMU, I mean, who knew? Pony oh, up. Thomas, uh, you were there this weekend. I was in I was in Dallas this weekend as I am every weekend. Um, yeah. All right, <laughs> the kid lives. Um, right. he, doesn't, he doesn't live in Dallas. I don't. <laughs> I don't live in Dallas. I don't live a mile away from campus. But seventy-one percent um, of the money is on UCF. Uh, SMU started out super hot. They were six and zero. They've kind of cooled down since. The over/under in this game kind of surprises me. It's only sixty and a half. I think I love the over in this game. UCF is it? three and eight. I love the over. Uh, UCF is three and eight against the spread in their last eleven games. They're five and zero in their last five against UCF. They love uh, to blow covers late. Love they to do. Blow covers they, late. The total in this game, for, or the total for UCF, has gone over in UCF's last five games. Both these teams I love like to that. score points. I yeah. love sixty and a half over in this game. I'm yeah, glad I you do love too. That. I do too. Um, as far as the line goes, I hate the line. Stay away. Yep. I think SMU wins. Stay away from too. that spread. That's yeah. my advice. Oklahoma Oklahoma at Baylor. Negative five and a half. Addison. I would love yeah. to say I would love to say this is where Oklahoma finally loses. Yeah. But I don't think that's the case. I agree with you. I don't think they're going to lose quite yet. However, I'm with you. If I was a betting man, and I am, I would bet <laughs> Baylor plus five and a half. <laughs> ah. All right. Going against what you just said. Love that. He's still good. Yeah. Oklahoma uh, honestly, has to win by. Honestly, honestly, hot take under 63. I think I, uh, I may think that's a cute little. Let me be a cute little sprinkle thing. on top. <laughs> that may be that may be a cute little cute little wager to place under yeah. 63 yeah yeah Baylor Dave Aranda he, he he can dial up some defenses uh Oklahoma I don't know their offense hasn't been great this year they that mean, may be the play I really have nothing yeah. to say to you know counter Addison I think this 63 is a lot of points obviously Caleb Williams is he's pretty good um Oklahoma hasn't been ideally great this year. They've been kind of complacent. Uh, I don't really have a feel for this game. I, I kind of agree with Addison. I still think Oklahoma wins, but it's close. Yeah. All right. Mississippi State at Auburn. Okay. Five and so, a half. Uh, negative five and a half. Auburn, this, Auburn comes in moved. at home. What is it now? It's moved to six in, in most books. Oh. Auburn minus six. Okay. Okay, wow. I I like that even more. Then I think Mississippi State covers. Um, yeah, Mississippi State's four and one against the spread in their last five games. Um, Auburn's one and four. Mississippi State is five and one straight up in their last six road games. Straight I like Auburn. up. I like Auburn I here, but Mississippi State covers. Thomas brings so much, so much stats to the to the play that I just don't care about, but I love it. <laughs> uh, we need him. Mississippi State plus six. Mississippi State plays defense. Uh, Bo Nix isn't the best quarterback in the world. Auburn also can run kind of an old-school offense at times. They go under center 25% of the time, 20% of the time. I don't know what that's about, but they do it. Uh, six points. All Mississippi State's got to do is make a field goal. They make a field goal. They call But will they? Yeah, they'll make a field goal this weekend. All right. Let's see it. I like that under 50. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Auburn, oh, actually, I don't know. State may win outright. Dude, 99% of the money is on the over. Isn't that crazy? <laughs> That's crazy. Uh, bet, uh, bet the under just to be different. 
Who cares if fade, you lose? Fade the public, man. Come on. I love fading yeah. the public. Yeah. Great stats. Great. Thomas Georgia. Is our personal statistician. Yeah. Georgia, Georgia at Tennessee. Virtue's got Georgia. this one. Georgia. Well, real I mean, quick, real quick. Minus real 20 quick, and a half. Before Virtue starts, we have, we've, we've, we've glossed over this tonight. Tomorrow, mm-hmm. Virtue has a big day. That was my, nope, nope, not yet. We'll so, talk about it later. We'll talk about it later. That was my that's my pop culture segment. We'll talk about it later. That's sweet, y'all. What game are we it's, doing? I we'll track. get there in like five more games. Yeah. Um, we're doing Georgia at Tennessee. Negative uh, um, 20 and a half. Georgia. Georgia covers. Obviously. Georgia covers. I do Defense think it'll be a better good. game than I'm expecting it to be. Um, but, Tennessee let Kentucky score 43 points. Virtue, what's your score prediction? Three, two, one, go. Um, I'm gonna go like 37. Ooh, if that that's kind of high. I'm gonna go 27 to 14. I think it's gonna be. I think it's gonna be like more like 31 to 10. I think Georgia just we'll see. crushes them. I I was talking to my brother and he was like, I'm just a little nervous about this game. Um, I cannot remember his reasonings behind this. And for those listening and don't remember, my brother is a huge Georgia fan. So Crosby, if you're listening, shout out to you. Um, but he was just kind of talking about it and them being at Tennessee and um, their fan base and stuff. Just don't think they'll get hit by mustard bottles this game, but could be pretty crazy. So I think it'll be a better game than we think, but um, yeah, we'll see. I'll take 34 to 10, something like that as my score prediction. Although I'm, I'm not, I'm going to stay away from that spread. Yep. Because I don't know how confident <laughs> I am in that. However, I don't know. Maybe I'm an over under guy now. I love this under 56. What's, yeah. 56. I, I love the under. Oh, man. Texas A&M at Ole Miss. College game day. I mean, are y'all going to the game? I wish. Do do I have a pulse? Yeah, I I shouldn't even ask Addison. Does the Pope wear a funny hat? Yeah, he does. I'll also be taking (laughs) my little brother, little brother, to college game day Saturday morning. For those Um, that are listening, he he just – Yeah. (laughs) My boss's son. I'll be taking my boss's son to college game day. That'll be Why? fun. Why? Yeah. Uh, my, my boss doesn't want to take him. Oh, wait. That's that's kind of sweet of you. Um, well, anyway. Got a soft spot. <laughs> wow. So, I'm very Texas A&M at Ole Miss. I mean, what do you think, Addison? Minus two and so, a half. If you asked me this on Sunday. We're asking you today. Said, I know. Well, I'm, I'm getting there. I'm getting there. Have patience. I am. If you asked me on Sunday, I would have said A&M beats the hell out of Ole Miss. Yeah. If you ask me this today, I'm going to tell you. Ole Miss wins in a close one. Whoa, if, that audio. Saturday, what is your thought? What's your thought I'm process? I'm going to tell you that Ole Miss wins in a close one. Oh, you think so? Oh, oh well, me? something happened. Yeah, we can hear you now. Yeah. Okay. If you asked me this on Sunday, I would say A&M blows Ole Miss out. If you ask me this today, I think Ole Miss wins in a close one. If you ask me this on Saturday, it could change, but I'm going to lean towards Ole Miss winning. Okay. What's Sounds your thought? Like Is it because of the news of Mingo and um, Drummond and Sanders all being kind of good to go or what? This is top secret information that's confidential. Yes. It has to do with the fact that I have been told some of these players are good to go. Okay. And we, we've talked about first. that, like, last week. We said if Ole Miss is healthy, they're going to – they can win the rest of their games. Um, the over-under – the score projection by Odd Shark in this game is 37 to 35 and a half, or 34.4. That seems really high to me. Um, this over-under is 55 and a half. Most of the cover uh, public likes the over. Um, I think I like the under in this game. I think it's low scoring. Uh, I do like that Drummond in – Mingo and all them, they, it looks like they're going to play. That kind of makes me feel more confident and almost winning. Um, but I, I think if I'm going to bet on this game, I would bet the under at 55 and a half. Yeah. I think Ole Miss loses a close one, though. Oh, 
I haven't. Yeah, I think my God, I love one. I love the unders this week. I love so, the unders. This stat means nothing. Like I said, Zach Calzada, Zach Calzada blows. That dude is trash. However, A and M averages like six yards a carry on first down. Ole Miss yeah. is not good at running the ball. However, we can keep Zach Calzada honest. We, as the Ole Miss Rebels, if we can <laughs> lo- overload the box and stop the run, A and M is screwed. I actually think I think our secondary is good enough to cover A and M. And we've so, been better at getting pressure lately. I think we can get a little pressure, not give Zach Calzada too much time to throw. I think I think Ole Miss I think Ole Miss can play defense. A and M is not good enough on offense. That's why Ole Miss will win. Their defensive line is good. Also, this stat means nothing, but it's fun. Um, this over under in the last eight games for A and M versus Ole Miss is one and seven on the over. Oh. So seven and one on the under. So another fun fact for you right there. Yeah. Got any fun facts about Arkansas at LSU? I do. Let's see. Ready? We're all ready? All right. Well, (laughs) this is not really a fun fact, but I like Arkansas to cover. I think they win by more than two and a half. LSU just played in their Super Bowl. They're deflated. They're tired. And I just don't think they're going to show up. Arkansas is 10 and four against the spread versus LSU in their last 14 tries. Granted, they're 0 and 5 in their last five tries against LSU. Um, Over under is 59. The over-under has gone over nine of the last 12 times. I like Arkansas minus two and a half, and I like the over. Arkansas is going to run through LSU like shit through a tin horn, man, and they are not going to stop them. To quote the late great Nick Saban, um, Arkansas wins. Yeah. TCU at Oklahoma State, minus 13, Addison. Oklahoma State's State's minus 13. TCU Yep. Uh, TCU covers. LSU, Oklahoma State wins by defense, but TCU loses by like what ten? Yeah, uh, maybe a probably. touchdown. I don't know. TCU just beat Baylor. True. Then they just lose their coach. Yeah, and then they beat Baylor. Oh wow, crazy. <laughs> um, Washington State at Oregon. Y'all know my fave, Oregon, at negative fourteen. Feeling good about it. Don't bet on it, but feeling good about it. Oh, um, spread. I'm going to stay away from betting this game. I think yeah. Oregon wins. Um, Washington State six six and zero in their last five tries against Oregon against the spread. They're ten and one against Oregon in the last eleven tries. Um, over's gone over five of the last six games against this in this game. I I like Oregon, now. but it's going to be closer than Washington State. I think it's going to be like. Uh, like the seven to ten range, Oregon wins a close one. Yeah, that's fair. Oregon wins. All right, everybody's favorite time of the podcast, as Thomas named it this afternoon, after we've changed it multiple time times. Uh, Birchie's brain tank, apparently. Um, Ooh, I hate that name. Okay, We're well, we can brainstorm. We can brainstorm. Anyway. Hey, y'all, if you uh, <laughs> have a good idea for what we should call my segment, please let us know on Twitter. Brain um, tank? Is that what we I don't know. What Thomas came up with. Okay, throw me under the bus. I did. Right. I, I did. Um, I, th- I think it was good. We Thank can you, we can also we can think of a new one. Um, all right, so my segment today, first off, pretty – I mean – Pop culture, but more marketing since that's my thing. Um, Meta, can we talk about Facebook changing their name to Meta in a very smart marketing move there? Um, Because now we know that they do AI and they're doing smart glasses and they're taking a bad um, data leak and figuring out about privacy stuff and the whistleblower things. And they've changed it into a positive by calling themselves meta and coming up with all these great things. And um, people are kind of just skimming past it. Cause they're like, Oh, look at all this stuff. And I'm concerned for the future because I don't want to be living in a metaverse, but anyway, y'all, Addison, I know Birch, you haven't, have you seen the movie ready player one? No, I need a little, this, this literally reminds me of ready player one. It's basically these people, there's like a real world and then there's like a universe world and everyone's obsessed with the universe world where they spend all their time in the universe world. So yeah, that's, that's just the movie. That's meta. Yeah. 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 I'm like terrified. Black Mirror bullshit. Yeah, it does. <laughs> um, but anyway, 
from a marketing standpoint, really good job um, covering up and making it more positive. But I do think they've been waiting to do this for a while and um, probably sped it up just because of um, what happened. Um, okay. The Bachelorette, nothing new. All the guys still stink. They're not that cute. It's just nothing worth talking about. Taylor Swift has her new album coming out tomorrow. I mean, no, I'm sorry, the 13th. And it's all her old songs sung by her now because she had some falling out with her. Um, oh, I heard about yeah, this. With, yeah. With her, okay. like, the person her who. Her producer or something. Yeah. He yeah, like made the royalties true. come in his name and she was like, this is my yeah. music. So I'm going to yeah. do it. Yeah. She Which all, totally she fair. Her own music. Yeah. Oh yeah. Um, hot take. Taylor Swift's solid. She's so solid. That's a great take. I think she is. I've been to a Taylor Swift concert. My life. Yeah. She was Have my first really? concert. Yeah. I've been to a Taylor Swift concert. Which one? Did you uh, go it was the, no, I no. was with my sisters uh, in Massachusetts it was, Shout out to album? Fallon and Kathleen. Yeah, they are the best. Two, they are. They are pretty awesome. Um, they are. It was the one. What's the album with like Welcome to New York? Like Oh, 1989. I went to that one. Um, oh and then God. who who opened? I, I got to figure this out. Um, Walk the Moon was the special guest. Oh, wow. They sang Shut Up and Dance. And then. Um, Can't stand that song. <laughs> Vance Joy was a no. It was a, Vance I think Vance Joy. Joy was the opener. I think it was pretty. It was a great concert. Wow. I was, I was very. Um, she was very, has good concerts. Good. Yeah, she it really was, does. It was pretty good. Yeah, it was Vance Joy. Vance Joy was the opener. Wow! Congratulations. I'm glad it's you got one of my life accomplishments. Out. Yeah. I'm okay. Really what is what is your favorite concert ever, Thomas? That you've been to. My favorite concert ever. Taylor Swift. It's not Taylor <laughs> Swift. <laughs> Um, shoot. Honestly, I liked Coldplay a lot growing up and I got to see them play a lot. I always wanted to go. Coldplay Ooh, is an awesome concert. They do a lot of cool things. They blend their old music and new music very well. So like if you're a fan of either, you know, type of their, their era, they kind of do both and they're very intentional with the crowd. They make it engaging. So I would say Coldplay is probably my favorite concert. What about you, Addison? I was going to let you go first. Oh, um, I that's hard. I mean, I loved the Taylor Swift concert I went to, but in terms of like engagement audience wise, I would say either Ben Rector, um, which I went to my junior year of college, one of my favorite I've been to ben artists. And um, I just really enjoyed him. Also, Imagine Dragons, they have a great setup. And I went like in high school, didn't really know a lot of the music, but in terms of like being a good, audience don't you make fun of me they are laughing. Concert. no i only know yeah. one song and it, it was, was when one... they're like good music came out like uh smoke and mirrors and polaroid like when they were good um so i know anyway, one song i just went because all my okay. friends went so i thought it was good though addison so, to me oh oh um my favorite concert ever uh pop music wise um, I, I saw the weekend. I want to see the weekend so badly. I saw the weekend live at Hangout Fest. He was, he was really, really good. Um, so hot take. I like Brett Eldridge. I've seen him twice in concert. Hot take. I saw, I saw Luke Holmes in concert. Not that's not hot take. Luke Bryan. I saw Luke Bryan in concert. And he was actually way better than I thought he would have been because I'm not a huge Luke Bryan fan. But he's saying he did a bunch of covers. Like he's saying this uh, before. Yeah. He sang some he sang some Leonard Skinner. He sang a bunch of stuff. Um, so I was actually and he performed for a long time. It was actually a, a good performance. Um, I've seen Luke Combs twice. I saw him in an indoor venue and I saw him in an outdoor venue. The outdoor venue was much better. That's the most recent concert I've been to, so it's really fresh on my brain. So I enjoyed it a lot. So what's your um, answer for your favorite concert? Yeah, you're just bragging all the concerts yeah. you've been to. I've been to this one. I've been to this yeah. one. I've been, I've been to the weekend. <laughs> yeah. Um, we get this it. Segment's Addison. called "Beat okay. Up on Addison." <laughs> My favorite one ever. Um, I'm gonna say Tovlo. Okay. Oh, gotta stay <laughs> high. Oh. I think John Mayer is probably a close second for me. That one was really cool. I'm kidding. It's all in Nashville, Virtue. 
I don't think oh, I wow. can pick a favorite. I don't think I, I do can like pick Thomas a favorite, Earth, but Toe Blow was cool. Speaking of concerts, Astro World, eight people died during the um, Travis Scott concert. Yeah, um, they all like surged to the crowd, and eight people died. Pretty also crazy. A bad kind of surge. I saw something early yeah. on. I saw something early on about people were getting drugged, but now I don't think that's true. Now, like, I no, I heard, they said they it. don't have a co- known cause of. Yeah, I I heard somebody say that like everyone was rushing towards like you know the stage and it was a mosh pit and people suffocated yeah. and when people would fall down they would like literally yeah. pick them up and then just pass them back to the end i don't know if that's true i haven't really looked into it but that was it's a really sad situation yeah it's, it's all really yeah. sad situation tony busby what a guy i've seen since then a lot of like performers um if they ever see they're like looking in the audience and trying to make sure everybody's okay and they've called people out being like you know like give them space are you okay so i do appreciate that engagement from the artists well, but like sad that that's even an issue well apparently at one point like he saw like the ambulance or the police lights yeah. and like stopped and was like hey is this person okay and then he said if everyone's good put your middle fingers to the sky and then oh, kept nice. on and then kept on performing oh that's tasteful interesting isn't Travis who's the one that just got engaged to um uh Courtney Kardashian? Is it Travis Scott? I thought they only dated basketball players. I don't know. I think he dates one of those girls. I, I think he just proposed. I think Travis Scott just proposed to um oh Travis Barker. Travis Bronx. Scott dates Travis. Kylie Jenner. Travis that makes Scott, sense. Travis okay. Scott dates Kylie Jenner. They have a child. They have two babies Good for together. Them. Oh, they have two babies. So many babies. All right. And Addison's Addison on you. Addison muted himself. Travis right. Barker dates Courtney Kardashian. They're okay. engaged. Yes. I'm glad we figured that out. He has yeah. a bunch of tattoos. <laughs> I just said that. <laughs> yeah, he does. All right. I have, I have a little pop culture segment. Um, guys, in, in case y'all don't know, tomorrow is a very special day, not only for the people on this podcast, but for <laughs> everyone on planet Earth. Uh, tomorrow is Birchie's birthday. It is uh, November 11th. We're so excited. She's uh, incredibly talented in everything she does. And she does so much work behind the scenes and even on this podcast day to day that like y'all don't see. So we're incredibly thankful for Bert. She's a friend and all the work that she does on this podcast too. 21, right? Yeah, 21. 21 again. 21. I wish. I wish I could go back. Virtue, I think you need to give a birthday sweet. speech Thanks, real girl. quick. Birthday speech. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, what should I say in my birthday speech? I don't know. You get the floor. Um, I am so happy I was born on Veterans Day. So shout yeah. out to all the veterans. Um, oh, for the awesome. troops. Let's go. That's, yeah, for the troops. Such an incredible day. Everyone. So very honored that, <laughs> that I was born on that day. Um, there's always a parade on Veterans Day. So I'm always the, the parade's um, for you. excited about that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Me and the veterans. Um, I don't know if that was right grammar, but oh well. And I'm just thankful to be on this podcast and it's so much fun. And okay, that was too cheesy. I don't, <laughs> y'all are awesome. This is great. Um, yeah, tomorrow will be fun. Have a good day at work. And um, I've I saw the banks take veterans day off, and there's been quite of other quite a few of my friends at their jobs get the day off. So hopefully I'm actually gonna be down off the tomorrow. road. Everybody gets the day off because I think, I yeah, I, I think um it's a good holiday to celebrate. Anyway, yeah. Well, I'm getting, a day off. I'm getting a day off because it's Birchie's birthday. That's so sweet, Hannah yeah. Harbour. <laughs> all right. Thank you all for that. I appreciate you guys. Um, y'all rock. Addie's 401k. Let's oh, hear it. 401k lock of the week. Oh, um, let's, let's, that's actually a, a great, great question. Um. Wow, I didn't even prepare one. Like I said, I've been super busy. Um, however, I think if I had to pick, no, I don't like that one. Man, um, must have been a tough scene. You know what? You know what I like? I like Michigan. Michigan minus one and a half. Four one k lots of the week. That one's for you, Will. That one's for Will. Um, hell to the. Victory. You didn't want to do it for me because. 
my birthday. Yeah, birthday. I'm going to do Georgia minus 20 and a half just for birthday yeah. is my 401k lock of the week. My 401k lock of the week is Oregon because we all minus 14. <laughs> minus 14. Minus 14. So that's <laughs> really great. Virtue, do you have any big birthday plans? I am. My coworkers are taking me to lunch. They're the best. Okay. Shout out to them if they're listening to this. They actually wanted to listen to the podcast. Um, so shout out to those if y'all listen. And then we are going, I'm going to dinner with some friends. And then I have some friends coming in town this weekend. And I'm going to the Titans game. So Let's um, go. one of my good family friends is a recruiter for the Saints. And so we'll get them on this podcast at one point. Um, but yeah, so I'll be cheering on the Saints and the Titans. I'm not really a competitive person for NFL team, so um, I'll be good with either one. But yeah, okay. pretty exciting stuff. Y'all doing anything Perfect. crazy? Um, like I said, I'm going to college game day. Oh, yeah. Uh, and then I'm going to go to a football game. And, um, and I'm going to sleep. That's good. Um, Thomas? I, th- I, have, I have a friend coming in town, uh, Carter Ermsher. Y'all. Shout out to Carter. Yeah. So my pet's coming in town for the weekend. So that'll be fun. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then I'm, I'm actually dog sitting this weekend. And it's not because Carter's coming in town. Oh, it's because I'm, 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 I'm dog sitting for my cousin. So that's my weekend plans. Yeah. Awesome. What kind of dog are you, What kind of dog do you have? They got that a black crack. lab and a yellow lab. So lab family. It'll be fun. I have a chocolate lab. Oh, wow. Yeah, Quicksit. Quicksit yep. Bolana. All That's right. Well, I hope you all have a great weekend. Um, thanks to our loyal fans for listening. A special thanks um, to uh, Thomas and Addison for making me feel so special about my birthday. Don't forget to you follow us on Twitter. Special. Thank you. Don't forget to follow us on Twitter at HFT underscore official. Uh-oh. Is that all right? That's all right. Oh, and spotify um follow us on spotify so you can be notified about our new episodes every thursday um thanks y'all for listening y'all rock um see you next week tailgaters real quick real quick real quick next week we'll have our introduction made i was not able to get it done this week because i had some laptop issues we'll have an introduction and i'll be better prepared and next week's episode will be much better next week's episode's going to be electric also if you tweet happy birthday birchie at hft official you're going to be, be in inter- a drawing. You're going to be in a drawing for a free T-shirt. So everyone, do it. <laughs> and a five dollar Venmo. And a five dollar Venmo. Know. But most importantly, the T-shirt that you're definitely going to get. You have to follow us, guys. Like and retweet. Thanks for listening. We'll be back next Thanks, week. Thanks, y'all. Bye.